Did you guys get a chance to watch the game where he broke the record? Yeah, I guess in that moment. How'd you feel about it? How did you feel about the 10 minute stoppage in the game? How I, I just I kind of want to get your guys' opinion on that because I think there's a lot of differencing in opinions about about a lot of things that happened that night. But, uh, you know, first, clearly, we kind of talked about it a little bit on, you know, let's talk sports. But but now that it's actually officially been done, how do you guys feel about it? I think that it's amazing, uh, whether you're a LeBron fan or not. Um, I think that the fact that he was able to do that and break the record after 40 years of it standing, is I think that it's impressive. And I know what conversation is going to come up next, but I think that LeBron is definitely the greatest player of this generation um, because we keep talking about the greatest greatest of all time. We bring that up almost every time. I think that's very opinionated and because that's assuming that the league ends basically tomorrow and there's no more NBA. For all we know, we might have another version of LeBron James in the next 10, 15 years after he retires. And... So I think that it's a gen- more of a generational thing than anything. I think you had Bill Russell, who was the greatest player of his generation. You had Kareem, who was the greatest player of his generation. You had Michael. Then you had Kobe. Then you had Kobe and LeBron, basically. And so I think that it's an amazing accomplishment. So congratulations to that. Congratulations to LeBron, I should say. And I do have one other thing that kind of came up and that I'll bring up after your guys' thoughts. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, David. I think I think that the the GOAT conversation is way too overdone. I mean, I know you see the memes about ESPN talking about it every other day, but it's kind of true. Like, they kind of do. Um, and so with that being said, I think... Um, I think this will be a huge argument in that, though. I think, you know, everyone points to uh, the championships, which, you know, 6-0, and that's, that's a huge accomplishment. But at the same time, like, LeBron, people say he's not a scorer. That's not true. LeBron's a scorer. But at the same time, he's not a pure scorer. He does everything. And he's the, the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. So it's crazy. And I was, I was thinking about, too, something I didn't really think about is when I was watching it, I was realizing, you know, how many people of our, of our age group are, are really watching it and grew up with LeBron. And I'm like, well, this is going to be the same thing probably 20 years down the line. If there is somebody better that comes in, because then all the, all the reporters and all the old guys in the barbershop are going to be us. And we're all going to say, Oh no, LeBron, LeBron was the best. This Victor Wenbanyama has got nothing, you know, whoever it is, but it, it's just going to be that conversation continuing. But with that being said, it it was really kind of like 
nostalgic for me in that I've I've grown up watching LeBron. LeBron was a person who got me into basketball. Um, he's you know my favorite athlete of all time, and just being able to to witness this moment in history, um, I was I really didn't want it to be a 10 p.m. game on a Tuesday night when I had to work early the next morning. But I, I told myself, I was like, I, I can't miss this. And um, just getting to watch it and the energy in the crowd, you know, even with the Lakers underperforming this season, that energy in the crowd, every time he touched the ball was insane. Um, so I was I was super happy to have be able to see it, to be able to see it, um, you know, live watching on TV, but still. And it's something that, you know, if my kids are sports fans, that'll be, you know, one of the top moments that I'll bring up with them. But at the same time, I think it was like an encapsulation of the entire Lakers season where it's like, you know, LeBron is doing LeBron's doing everything. LeBron breaks the all time scoring record, but they still lose to the Thunder, <laughs> which the Thunder have been really good, especially since the new year. Um, but it's just like they're in every game and LeBron's doing everything and it just doesn't work out in the end. Um, so I'm hoping along with you, Nick, that they can make a run in the playoffs and that LeBron can get back to that, that championship, uh, you know, caliber of team. But this game for me was just like, Oh man, no matter what he seems to be doing things we've never seen before, something about this Lakers team just can't put it together. Yeah. This this is a guy that at halftime was sitting next to his son before they started his sons. And he said, uh, should I just go, you know, eight and eight for the next two quarters and get it. And Bronny was like, nah, go get it now. And he was like, yeah. get it now? And he's like, yeah. He's like, all right, done. And he dropped 16 <laughs> points in the third quarter. I mean, this is – I think, like, anybody who says that LeBron is not a scorer, this – like, he can – it's easy for him to go out there and get buckets. That's not That's not what he wants to do. He wants to make mm-hmm. the best basketball play. I think people don't realize that. Like, if LeBron wanted to score 40 points a night, there's he's nobody's stopping him from scoring 40 points a night. He's scoring 40 points a night. I don't care what anybody says. Like you're not stopping a 286869 man coming down. Like he, you're just not. I, I don't understand what people's problem is about this. But like th- this is what I'll say in the cuz I I I wasn't going to necessarily go the goat debate, but I was going to list off like, you know, where he was ranking wise stats and, and his accomplishments and just kind of you know, I know we still have another couple years of LeBron, but just like what what he's been able to do. But to kind of go off your points of 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 the goat debates is, I think it is tough because we didn't really get to watch Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? I think you know we got to watch Kobe, and that was the closest thing to Michael Jordan. But that is tough for us to make a a really, I guess, unbiased opinion of this. Um, but what I will say is, is I think when you look 50 years in the future, the only thing people are going to have to look back on is tape and stats. And when you really look at it and you really break it down, when you look at somebody like LeBron in his regular season, you know, he's ninth in games played. And again, we talked about him in the Lakers uniform. He's rarely played over 65 games because just injury because he's old. So you're talking about a guy that if he actually would have played his 75, 78 games a year that he normally plays, 
he might even be higher in that games played because he's only 201 games away from being number one all time in games played. So it's not a lot of games. So if if he plays another three years, I mean, we're talking about him, you know, averaging if he can average 60 games a year. It's not, you know what I mean? He's going to get pretty close to that number one spot. So the second thing is he's obviously first all time in points. He's fourth in assists. That's probably where he's going to stay. I don't see him moving up from that anymore just because the gap is too big. Um, Also, a funny thing. I saw that Westbrook was 10th. Okay. (laughs) but He moved uh, up to 9th during that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nobody talked about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's insane. Um, But LeBron is ninth in steals. He's less than 400 away from being second. So, obviously, a, a big feat for him to get another 400 steals. But... You can see that the gap, I mean, if he plays another three years, it, he could he could creep up on that and get into uh, into maybe the top five or something like that. Um, he is 32nd in rebounds, um, so definitely not something that, but he's averaged what he averages, uh, 7.5 rebounds for his career. So not a, not a center, not a true center, not a big man, not a guy that's down there getting rebounds every single play. So I think that that's pretty good. He's about 500 away from being in the top 30. Um, you talk about a guy who's ninth in three pointers made in his career. He only needs about seventy five more to be number six. So again, not a scorer, but by the end of his career, we're talking about a guy who could be top six, top five in three pointers made all time. Um, when you talk about playoffs, he's first in games played, first in points, second in assists, first in steals, sixth in rebounds, tenth in blocks, and third in three pointers made behind Steph and Clay. That's it. And Steph and Clay are two of the greatest three point shooters of all time. So I, I just I think when you when we encompass his all around game, this is a guy who can pass the ball. He can score from mid range. He can score inside. He can shoot the three. Um, he's probably one of the greatest minds in basketball that we've ever seen. And if you could tell me that another player could do that for 20 plus years, then I would agree with you that one day that somebody else could be crowned the greatest of all time. But until you show me another freak like this in sports, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player. He's not the greatest scorer. He's not the greatest passer. He's not the greatest rebounder, but he is the greatest player of all time because he does all of those things at a top five all time clip through everybody. So I think that when you really think about it, this is an individual who has shown consistency and just pure dominance. And you're you look at his MVPs, he only has four. He should have six, seven, maybe even eight MVPs. Mm-hmm. He got slided a bunch of times because it was just, it was expected of him to do what he was doing. And there was other things going on. Obviously, Russell Westbrook's triple doubles, James Harden. And I think it it just doesn't make sense that he didn't get those at those times. But to be what it is, you know what I mean? I, I think that this is an individual that has had one of the best careers that we've ever seen. Obviously, 4-10 and in the finals. You could probably look at two of those finals with the Miami Heat. They should have won. You could hold those against him. But nobody's beating Kevin Durant in the Warriors, especially when you don't have Kyrie and you don't have Kevin Love. Um, And he wasn't going to beat the Mavs in 07. And... 
Yeah, I, ju- no, I just uh, think- San Antonio. Or sorry, San Antonio. I don't know why I keep saying the Mavs. Um, but he just wasn't going to win in 07. That, I don't understand how he even dragged that team to the finals. <laughs> it's the same as in 2018 when he dragged that team to the finals. So those are two losses right there that you're just like, why Why were you even there? Um, so I think he should be given credit for that too as well too. Obviously, you know, when you look at the bad parts of his career, he is first in regular season and playoff in turnovers so he does turn over the ball a lot and his free throw percentage is ass <laughs> so but other than that you know what i mean i think the rest of his all-around game is is just is just like i said it's, it's a top five level everywhere um and i i don't know i just yeah, like i said I, I definitely don't think it should be controversial to say that he's the greatest all-around basketball yeah. player ever mm-hmm. um like what, like you said, what he's done in all aspects of the game is just insane. And with turnovers, anyone who has the ball as much as LeBron has it is gonna like lead all time in, in turnovers. Like Luca turns the ball over a lot, and yeah, we don't really talk about that with him. It's just how much you have the ball, um, and how much your team trusts you. So you know that's almost expected. And I think free throws are the one thing that you could be like, he could have been a lot better at this. But that's like when people say LeBron isn't clutch, but he has like the most yes. clutch points in yeah, playoff I even, history. I didn't even he add that. He has like that. eight buzzer beaters. So uh, not to bring up a whole other tangent, but um, he has, I think there's he's, really no flaws to I his I think game. he's second. He's second behind Kobe for most um, like end of game fourth quarter points. Kobe's the only one that's in front of yeah. him on that. So and I think playoff wise, he's first. Yeah, I think. I might be wrong so, on that, but I'm pretty so it's sure. just again. I I think I think when you talk about the goat debate, it's a what wh- what are we really talking about? Are you talking about the greatest scorer of all time? Because that's that's Michael Jordan. I think that guy you you could you could go back and watch him play, and and he's gonna be able to get a bucket wherever you want him to get a bucket. If you're talking about the greatest championship of all time. Well, that's you know what Bill Russell won eleven championships. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, won yeah. eleven championships. So there's your greatest champion of all time. Um, but when you really think about it, when you really boil it down to the greatest all around basketball player ever, that nobody's going to be. I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to emulate a career where you're where you're almost top ten in every stat that matters by the time you retire. I don't think anybody's going to be able to do that. I just, I can't, I, I can't imagine that, that happening. You know what I mean? We look at Tom Brady in football. Tom Brady's not the most gifted quarterback. There's other talented quarterbacks. There's other quarterbacks that can do so many other things, but what makes him the goat is that he's just the better all around quarterback in, in every stat that matters. He's top five, if not number one. And it's that mental side of the game, that that leadership that that I think matters the most. So I don't know. All right. So real quick, I just wanted to leave this out of my opinion because it's not what I think. It's just someone else's thing, what they think. Um, but Ennis Cantor, uh, you guys remember the guy, that guy who played with OKC, Boston? Mm-hmm. Well, he had a very hot take. Let's just say that. And I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this. And I did look this up and I did verify it. Um, He said after LeBron became the leader, Cantor posted, 
38,388 points, zero morals, zero values, zero principles, zero empathy, and one bow down to China. Um, I just wanted to get your guys' take on that and just wanted to see what you guys thought on it. Do we really care what Ennis Cantor has to say? I mean, I'm listen, I think everybody's value, everybody is, you know, has their own opinion. And you, I guess, in this day and age, you can really say whatever you want, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I think if you're gonna say stupid shit, then you're just gonna be treated that way. I, I, I don't I don't really get the point in it. It doesn't really make much sense. I mean, you talk about a guy that that we could go on and on about the stuff that he does off the court. You know, I think people have a difference of opinion in in the way that he goes about, you know, social justice and stuff like that and some of the things that he's done. I mean, I guess you could you could look at some of those things and and you can nitpick those things a little bit, but I mean, He's done nothing but try to uplift a community that he grew up in. He's done nothing but try to uplift, you know, other other communities around the the country. You know what I mean? I think all he's done is is be a really good ambassador for the game and represent himself well. I mean, he's been with his wife since high school and you really haven't I don't think I've ever heard of any scandals. I don't think I've any heard of any infidelities. You know, not saying that there hasn't been any, obviously, but you haven't heard of it. So it's like and by now you would have heard something. He's a big enough figure that you would have heard something from that. So I just think that that if, you know, for whatever reason, Stephen Adams just doesn't like LeBron and, and that's okay. But, or sorry, Ennis Cantor, same person. Um <laughs> Stephen Adams is much better at basketball. Yeah, sorry. But I think yeah. that just Ennis Cantor doesn't like LeBron for some reason and and I I again I don't really care what what Ennis Cantor has to say because I I just don't I don't. <laughs> yes, I completely agree with you, Nick. I would say Ennis mm. Cantor realized that his career in the NBA is pretty much done. He's not a viable player in this league, and for some reason, he decided to become like a right wing like media personality or or attempt to become that. Like he's on like Fox News all the time and 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 stuff like that and. Not to get not to get too much into that, but that's the route that he went, and he knows that he knows talking about LeBron James is what's going to get him the most attention. And so mm. I think he's just trying to get clicks. I think he's trying to keep himself relevant. Um, and and I will say I don't know. Um, I, I think the China references in relation to you know LeBron's relationship with Nike and you know how ethically those shoes are made. So I I don't know enough details to speak on that specifically but like you said nick i mean um has built a, a freaking school um you know for kids mm. that are uh you know under advantaged he's in every one of those kids is going to college for free for free I mean, th- yeah that's yeah. now not not all paid by lebron obviously akron university has done a huge part mm. in that but for what for I, I just I think just that alone, if you take away everything else, just that alone is he didn't have to do that. That's yeah. That, and and it's just there is no art art. There's no motive outside of just giving back to the community. It's not like he's making money off of that. Like it's just it, I, I, I don't know. And and I get the China thing with Nike. And and I think that when um 
when everybody kind of wanted to speak out against what they've been doing, um, you know, LeBron stayed silent. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was necessarily his choice, but I think it, it was more of a business decision for the NBA in that time. Obviously, once that kind of relationship was severed, LeBron was able to speak out the way that he wanted to. Um, but we kind of saw what people speaking out in the NBA did with that relationship, whether people care or not. Um, and I just think that when you talk about that aspect of it, whether or not you agree with what he did or not, um, I think purely, again, for him being an ambassador of the NBA and trying to make sure the NBA was was in a good situation, I think that's probably why he didn't speak out. But in in, in the end, he did come around and, and you know condone what was going on. I just don't think that I don't know. I, again, like who, why, why even tweet it? Even, even if I'm, you're, or whatever you posted it on, why, why even do it? I, I just don't. I, again, that, I, I, it's just stupid. I mean, this is that's a man what who, I was thinking. That's what sorry, I was. Thinking. I was just go ahead, David. Sorry, that's what I was thinking as well. Um, I just wanted to get your guys's takes on it because it's like you couldn't have given this guy one moment of peace and happiness, you had to do something really shitty to do it. And I just, yeah, he's just, he's done so much for the league and just people in general, uh, both directly and indirectly that you just wonder why. Yeah. I was just going to say um, to, to, to show how much Ennis Cantor should be taken seriously. This is a man who legally changed his last name to freedom. So <laughs> I don't know. It, <laughs> like we said, I don't really care what he has to say. And I think he's just doing it for attention. Mm. Yeah. He's a, he's a goober. That's all we're going to say. Anyway, <laughs> so what a ding dong. Oh man. Just a bunch of haters drinking a bunch of haterade. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, I don't want to invalidate what he said. Obviously, people have a right to their own opinion. But um, I guess for those listening, if you saw the, the you know, the Ennis Cantor comment, like, I guess, what do you think about it? Is it something that you, uh, that you I guess, agree with or disagree with? I, like I said, I, I've heard a ton of people give different opinions on, on the way that LeBron goes about, you know, social justice and, and some things that he does. Um, not that they disagree with what he's doing, but just about the way that he goes about doing it. Um, and I guess everybody has their own opinion in, in that aspect, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, just be like, Hey, congrats, bud. And then go talk shit about him on your, on your podcast, I guess. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so, but do you guys have anything else that you want to add? to this no i'm all good all right that was a lot of stuff guys like i said the the lebron episode is probably going to be part two of what's going on that way we split it up just a little bit and then the trade deadline talk will be uh be part one because there was a lot that went on there's like i said like 20 (laughs) trades that happened um some big some small some questionable some league changing so yeah <laughs> uh let us know what you guys think about all that stuff let us know what you think about the suns the lakers the warriors the mavericks and the nets going forward um i know we didn't get a chance to talk about our calves maybe that's something that we can kind of you know link up and talk about in a couple weeks and and really kind of dive into how we felt 
about the trade deadline for them, but uh, but we'll, that that'll be something we'll table table for the next episode there. So, mm. um, or awesome. lack of lack of trade deadline, <laughs> but I yeah. think that was yeah yeah a we'll, little we'll disappointed, <laughs> but again we'll table it for another day. That way we're not here any longer. Um, mm. but again, thank you guys for listening so much. Hopefully, we'll have a little bit more consistent episodes with uh with nothing but net going forward. But again, uh, my name was Nick. I've been here with uh, David and Evan, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one, guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to another Deep Dive Sports show. Make sure to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow our YouTube channel for more amazing content. Lastly, make sure you leave us a comment. We love hearing what you have to say. And as always, until next time, you guys, sports listeners.